Okay, good morning, traders. Very, very warm welcome uh, on this uh, Friday morning, uh, the 21st of, of October. I uh, hope you're all keeping well. This is your opportunity to be as prepared as you can uh, for today's trading opportunities. So, um, these markets move so quickly, of course. Um, uh, every morning has its own sort of unique characteristics. So we want to take all those on board. We're looking to carry out our, our fundamental analysis in these markets. Um, uh, risk sentiment. We, we want to be mindful of whether there's an appetite for risk in this market or not, or if it's a, if it's a flight to safety um, sentiment, uh, we, we can detect that fairly easily and straightforward. And then we'll go into the charts. We'll obviously have a look at technicals and we'll position ourselves. So we look to put together our trade plan for the day. So we'll identify what to trade, where to enter, um, what, what prices we, we regard as trigger prices for us to start getting into these markets and really just have a structured approach to trading. So let's get straight into it then. Uh, as always, if we could start with a risk warning, just be broadly mindful of the risks involved in trading these financial markets. So really, really choppy day yesterday. Um, we're still in some of our trades. Uh, we had to break even on, on a few others, um, but there's hopefully some, some decent opportunities um, stacking up for us yet again. So uh, let's get straight into it then. Uh, all profitable traders need to consider, you know, very precise elements to these markets. Uh, what markets to trade? Where do you then exit those markets? Where do you want to exit? Um, how do you manage risk, hopefully prior to entry? Uh, trade management, very important part. It, it, it was a, an important feature of yesterday's trading conditions, actually. Uh, so we'll, we'll discuss that in some detail today. And trade psychology, very, very important part. It's very easy to get sort of disillusioned or fed up or um, uh, like yesterday's markets was a really good example of how to keep, I suppose, a, a very um, uh, stable approach uh, to these markets because they can be erratic for, for long periods. And, um, and there's a couple of little telltale signs we can see in these markets, which we can use to sort of keep calm and keep focused on what our outcomes are as traders. So this is what our, this live trade room is designed to do. We, we, we consider these elements every day in our live trade rooms and we are strong advocates of being consistent. If you're chopping and changing your trading approach all the time, you're going to find it difficult. Be accurate in your, in your levels, in, your, um, uh, in the levels that you're working with, especially on technical charts. Be disciplined with your hard-earned cash. Uh, and then quite often it's, it's very important to be patient as well. So let's get straight into it then. Good morning, everyone. Hope you are all keeping very well. So what, what an ev another eventful trading week. Um, yesterday, we had some negative Philly Fed manufacturing index uh, 130, but the markets rallied for a few hours post that particular event in a, in a relatively incoherent manner, uh, and then subsequently rolled back over to the downside, which is the direction which we're looking to trade these markets. Um, we'll have a look at them now in a second. Today, is there any major news events? Not really, as you can see, we've got retail sales in the UK coming in much less than expected. No, no massive surprise there, really. Um, and uh, interesting to see public sector net borrowing uh, increasing really quite significantly. Um, it's forecast 15.58, I think that is, uh, to 19.28. Oh, no, sorry, B, isn't it, for billion? Okay, so it's uh, 19.2 billion versus 15.5 billion. So this is a, obviously a direct impact to what's been going on in the UK. Not a very 
volatile trading event in its own right, but it's interesting to see that the cost of debt and the cost of borrowing uh, is all going to be increasing exponentially. So it's a, it's a tough place uh, for the UK economy, which is really why we're kind of bearish the pound uh, still at this point. Um, but we'll see if that will change now um, over the coming days. Canadian dollar, anyone trading the Canadian dollar, just be mindful you've got re retail sales at 130. We're not really in the Canadian dollar as such. So we've got some decent markets elsewhere to be focusing on. So this is where we're at. So um, all these markets continuing, well, very close to, to, to making new lows. Um, we're certainly very, very bearish, these markets. Um, we had a very volatile spike yesterday uh, in these markets, followed by strong reversals. Let me show you there. So these were the markets we were looking at yesterday. So our bias has always main, been maintained to the downside, but we, we do have to put up with these um, very significant um, sort of choppy market conditions. Um, so we, we can, we've put things in place to sort of mitigate the downside risks that these things can pose. Uh, so let's start with risk. Where are we at with this with this market? As you can see, yesterday we opened, we rallied to the upside. Um, we, we we didn't quite make new highs, but we rolled back over to the downside, and now we're down at these very important lows once again. Uh, let's bring this down here. So below the, the thirty six fifty one, we'd expect further downside. So that's quite straightforward. Um, S and P to the downside, thirty six fifty one. So further downside opportunities there. So really, when we look at these markets, we can we can focus on some risk off, risk off trading opportunities. Okay, we can look at the the thirty two four one, and I'll show you that's the Dow Jones. Let's let's just focus on on the Nasdaq again. Um, These are all looking quite bearish. Okay, let's see today's low, which is the uh, the ten nine six seven, and today's okay. The ten nine four six nine four six. So we're going to look at the S and P five hundred. You could have a look at the Dow Jones as well, of course. Um, the Nasdaq to the downside. So we're looking at very very risk off markets. Nothing really going on in the FTSE, uh, ironically, with the with the weakening. The problem with trading the FTSE to the downside, which you would expect would be a logical trade, um, actually with a depreciating pound, it's actually a little bit more supportive or historically it's, it's the correlation is inverted. So you'd be looking for potentially a little bit of upside potentially for, um, for, for FTSE 100 companies because a lot of their revenue comes from outside the UK. Uh, the DAX, we just don't like trading the market, to be fair, at the minute. Uh, there's probably a bit further downside for the Nikkei. We'll have a strong focus on the US. We're very in tune with the US at the minute, so we're going to stick with that. Just long-term sideways moving, and we notice there's lots of sort of Bitcoin um, marketing campaigns and things like that. And, I mean, there is absolutely nothing happening. Um but they're all advocates of buying Bitcoin, but 
it, you can see for yourself it, it's it's in a sideways trap really between 18 and 20 grand so it's, we'll stay well away from that for now okay just before we look at further risk off markets like the dollar uh, and the yen let's have a look at some commodities so we did like this market to the upside yesterday and we did get a decent move we got a sort of a, a two three dollar move to the upside but it all subsequently reversed so there is this obviously downward pressure uh, on these energy markets at the minute we've got a nice move to the downside for gold the only problem is and this was sticking with our analysis from yesterday we had a really aggressive pullback in this market um uh, before getting that um, the move kicking in so we can't really do an awful lot about this this type of i suppose market market action price action um but you can protect your capital to the downside which is what we're very careful at doing um and we mentioned when we got into the trade that we'd be looking to exit around the 16 15 level um so we're edging down towards that uh, i suppose gold there is still we're looking at a strong dollar so we'd expect it further to the downside below the 16 22. um let's have a look at the yen the yen's uh, an interesting one um so we've got when we're now entering the the fifth day of pretty much sideways moving price action uh some four days uh in the euro yen so you can see there's every potential for further upside what we're keeping an eye on really is is um is the intervention we, we still have the boj sitting in the background with these uh, yen markets although they, they don't seem to be having any material impact at all uh, just yet we're now above that 150 in the dollar yen really difficult for us to get in at just these grimy highs um, although in hindsight it, it, it would obviously be a very profitable uh trading strategy but yeah again quite quite difficult we know that the boj are going to be coming in at some point they're probably waiting for the dollar to slightly weaken then there could be some great trades in the dollar yen but um it's really down to sort of unilateral uh, intervention really which is uh is limited in its uh potential okay we're struggling to break these lows you can see yesterday's volatility some strong reversals yesterday followed by um some momentum trades back to the downside with momentum potentially uh, extending lower so we can certainly look at at these mark we could look at yesterday's low we didn't make marginal new 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 lows yesterday believe it or not despite the the bullish sort of very very bullish approach to these markets um strong so a, a, a very volatile trading day day yesterday a lot of traders getting chopped up in in all of this um in all of these moves uh so looking at the dollar cad we discussed an awful lot uh, over the last few days about the sideways nature of the dollar CAD market and the difficulties with, with the oil, the price of oil. Uh, Aussie dollar, it's in this little sideways pattern. So we're really, we can continue to look for some dollar strength, perhaps some dollar pairs like the euro and the pound, perhaps above perhaps some of the other uh, markets out there. Um, the euro pound, you see there, there's some clear 
there's there's some markets that that are likely to give us some decent opportunities and then there's other markets that are you'd, you'd prefer to just err on the side of caution so look we look for the eu to the downside so it's the same markets you know the last two or three days you know we haven't really changed our bias really at all at 97.54 and we we'll probably add the pound dollar as well um you would imagine the dollar would have strengthened a lot a lot more significantly than what it has done i'll just take this level 111.71 level for the pound dollar so look i'll put this up on screen and i'll just review them now in just a second we would have really expected the 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 us indices and the the dollar to strength sorry the us indices to weaken and the dollar to strengthen really quite considerably um because we are just on a tear as far as these bond markets are concerned so continuing to see elevated uh, pressure be applied on the bond market side um, so treasury yields uh, pushing higher we, we've still got this inverted yield curve of course between difference between a 10-year and a two-year um it's, it's, it's just it's just elevated look at the and it, what's concerning for these markets is, is the is the sharp elevation that we're seeing across these markets so these are very very bearish conditions for the us indices and unfortunately very positive higher yield uh increases demand for the dollar so you're still seeing um massive uh dollar uh, interest as things currently stand so um that dollar strength trade is, is an important part of our sort of trading plan at the minute and also the the indices um us indices to the downside so there's no need to really go away from that because nothing's changed everything is still in place but it was interesting to see that we you know we we had these belligerent markets yesterday and we do get them obviously from time to time so uh we need to build that into our i suppose our overall approach uh when we trade these markets um, so let's put together our trade plan, guys, and uh, we'll uh, we'll let you guys go. So it's not too dissimilar from yesterday and, and Wednesday's trade plan. It's we're virtually looking at the same markets. Um, if it's not broken, don't try to fix it. Uh, the market summary is very, very clearly risk off market conditions. We have uh, a new low now at the the six five one. So a, a marginal improvement there. The NASDAQ would now, again, a marginal improvement on that, 10,946. So 10,946, which is uh, today's low, I believe. Gold, we're now looking to, again, minimal progress over the course of yesterday. But what was important yesterday was the turnaround, was the fact that we saw these markets were reversing, well, but were basically trading in the opposite direction to what we were, we were wanting to see. Um, a lot of uh, sellers in the U.S. indices and buyers in the dollars were were getting out of their trades. Their stop losses were were taken out, um, and we saw this uh, quite erratic move yesterday, which was very uncomfortable. We have to kind of try and, and trade through those periods because if you look, if you're a technical analyst and you look at previous price action, you'll see that we've we've experienced many of these types of erratic you know, pretty significant pullback uh, trades in these markets. So you must build that into your thinking, of course, when you're, you know, you, you, you technical analysts want to take what's happened previously into consideration. And that's always, always quite important. It can give you a, a decent heads up. Um, so 
1622 for gold the euro dollar uh, below the 97.54 so a marginal improvement there as well so the moves haven't really effectively kicked in since we had the session this time yesterday so but we have been around the houses in the interim so we've been we've reversed quite considerably and we've extended and made technical new lows in these markets uh, we'll take us oil off the our trade plan for now so this is basically our trade plan currently up on, on screen so um we are focused on and and we would summarize these markets as being uh, quite risk off uh, for a variety of reasons um aggressive fed uh with rate hikes due to high inflation uh with um stunted growth energy crisis food crisis um you know zero policy in, in china creating lots of significant supply side constraints so there's all of these you know very very important very very significant uh, issues that are just putting pressure on these and bond bond yields as well obviously extending higher uh, are all pushing these us indices to the downside and very likely to get a response in the dollar uh, as a result so so currently up on screen our market summary is risk off so we're looking for a sell trade in the s p 500 below the 36.51 nasdaq we're looking to sell below the 10,946. gold we're looking to sell below the 16.22 the euro dollar we're looking to sell below the 97.54 and we're also looking to sell the pound dollar below the 11.71 so I'm going to post this into the chat box, guys. We'll switch rooms. We're going to get into our live trade room now, and uh, we look to execute these trades. So just to clarify, this is our trade plan for the day. These are the markets that are going to get our attention like they've done over the last couple of days. And we're going to try and, and see if we can identify some high probability trades uh, off, the back of, um, uh, off the back of this trade plan. So it allows us to focus our attention. It allows us to identify what direction are we looking to trade these markets. And most importantly, where are the trigger points? We often look at you know, important highs and lows. And, and that for us, in, in this occasion, is quite often the daily high or daily low. They're important trigger levels. We're going to see how price interacts and behaves around those levels. And then that will determine whether we get um, some high probability trades off or not. So look, on that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us as always. Um, if we don't see you later on, um, any questions, of course, feel free to post them and we'll answer them before we close off the broadcast. But look, thanks for joining us. Have a good weekend. Uh, if we don't see you again, um, we'll be back again, of course, on Monday. Um, just to let you know, we do trade these markets live at 8 a.m. for the European trading session and again at 12.45 for the U.S. trading session. So if you want to join us, very welcome to do so. Just go to our website, thelivetrading.com, uh, for more information there. And um, yeah, have a great weekend and we'll speak to you soon. And hopefully we get some decent moves uh, over the course of the trading day today. So for everyone here, bye for now.